Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Oh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. You guys know Sierra got married last year. It's a lot of work. Oh boy, was it. It's a lot to do. And one thing that really helped her figure out what to do first, where to access certain resources, how to get people to know where they were supposed to go for a wedding. Zola. With Zola, you can discover venues and find vendors easily. You can message and book vendors right on their website. And truly, when I say that that was the first part that we had to do and also one of the most intimidating and hardest, it's so nice to just have them all listed right there and be able to talk to them right there and then. They also have free planning tools, which is really helpful because you don't know what you don't know. And if when you go to Zola, you have a guest list manager, wedding website templates, a budgeting tool because dang, can a wedding get out of hand real quick? Mm-hmm. It could all eliminate so much stress and you'll save so much time all because it's like a one-stop shop. That's so true. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Hey guys, I'm Jerry. I'm Sierra. We're ladies. And we tangent. I'm having cramps right now, so I'm trying. Sorry, everybody, but I'm trying. I'm like, <sighs> yeah. And we're good. Okay. <laughs> um, whenever I listened back the last two, I was so pleased with myself for not breathing super heavy into the microphone. I really? was like, wow, what a responsible, respectful podcaster I've been taking my heavy breathing. <laughs> And just pulling it back. Yeah. Yeah. Just being ever just so thoughtful. Um, did I tell you that someone messaged us their ghost story? No. So she told me that she had had something weird happen with her electronics. Mm-hmm. Like in the middle of the night at the same time, every single night, her CD player would open. Oh my God, CD player. How long ago I was know. this? <laughs> well, she's like our age, yeah, so it was so. when we were kids. And it, I think it was the same CD player that I had. Ooh. Because, do you remember my CD player that looked like a mirror on the front? And then, like, it was like a drawbridge door opened up and it was a five-disc thing. Yes. So she, the way she described it, it reminded me of that. Okay. But she said it like one in the morning every night it would open and the blue light would be on and the CD would come out, but there was no CDs in there. Ew. Yeah. And she told me that after listening, she said. There was a man in her room. <laughs> no, but it made sense because she, whatever she was going through in that, she goes, now, oh. when I think back to that time in my life. There was a lot of stress. There was a lot of turmoil. There was a lot of things I was dealing with. And now it makes sense. And she said, I always felt like someone was riding in the backseat of my car, too. (gasps) I get that all the time. Mm -hmm. 
I feel like that a lot. Normally someone is, though. Oh, because of Noah? <laughs> yeah. See how big my it's eyes are? <laughs> You're like, who's in my car? It's like, you've seen them? <laughs> yeah, my he's eight years old. He's a little boy. <laughs> um, But yeah, she said now she hasn't felt either of those. Well, she just probably doesn't have the CD player anymore. Yeah. But she hasn't noticed anything <laughs> or Ooh. had that feeling about her car. And she said, she was like, I want to make a point to note that it is the same car. So it's not like I had a haunted car and then got a new car and now this one's not haunted. She's like, it's the same car. Ooh, can I tell you something that yeah. I've noticed that my phone has been doing? Now, keep in mind, it's recently and I didn't think about it till yeah. we were telling ghosty stories because I just think it's old. I've had this phone. It's a Samsung Galaxy 8. Like, mm-hmm. it's old. I don't know anything about yeah, droids. Gal- yeah, well. Dro- androids. Yeah. Droids? droids? Do you call them droids? <laughs> I think. Do you? Yeah. Droid. Oh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> me neither. I don't really know a lot about phones, but it's been a while since I've gotten a new one. So when I listen to podcasts, it has been either, either, either shutting off mid podcast, uh-huh. like just pausing itself, which it's never done before. But then I go and it says it's been paused. Not that like the app failed or anything yeah. or, and this is, creeps me out more than anything. It will like do the skip back thirty seconds, but I don't touch it, mm. which is all weird because it's always my um, my favorite murder one that it does it to. Ew! I know. Ew! That's sketchy. And it will be like on a creepy part, and it will go back, and it's she says the exact same thing, and I'm always like, does she know she's saying the exact same thing? And then I'm like, wait, this is exactly like it's been somebody pushed the thirty seconds back. So. So that's weird. Yeah. Other than that, though, nothing's been happening. Oh, except I hear things a lot in my house. But I also have two dogs. Yeah. So I feel like they're to blame a lot. Except when they're in my room and I hear things downstairs. <laughs> Did I tell you that I heard something the day we uh, um, put the podcast out? No. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in the house and we were in the breezeway. And it was... Me, Ollie, and Mosby were all out there, mm-hmm. and I was on Marco Polo, and all of a sudden it sounded like something fell in my house, mm-hmm. like knocked over, loud noise. And I went in, and I searched everywhere, and mm. there was nothing. I have no idea where the sound came from. I hate that. At all. Super weird. Um, this is not another ghost story episode. <laughs> this one is... Okay, so... Sierra was talking about going to Wendy's for Corey the other day. And I made a joke about, or you said it's my love language. Because I hadn't done it in like a week. And I'm like, I am so sick of running and getting you food all the time. Blah, 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 blah. And then I had a week where I didn't do it. And I was like, wow, I kind of miss doing it for you. Because that, I feel like, is his love language for sure. And I think I've become adapted to doing it. And so, therefore, it's a little bit of my love language now. Yeah. So whenever she said that, um, it just piqued my interest of love languages. And so we've talked about it a lot, yeah. but never here. Well, what's funny is like, we thought we already knew. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was like, sure that I knew mine. And maybe we did at some point. I think that they can change. Oh, they for sure have to change. Yeah. Because I know, here's a little backstory, but so there's five different love languages. It's like physical touch. Words of affirmation, um, acts of service, acts of service, gift giving, and quality time. Thank you. 
which is mine, and I forgot. <laughs> but anyways, but that's a new one. Yeah, you didn't think that was yours. No, but I remember because when we talked about doing this, you're like, I already know what mine is. Yeah, it's physical touch, and um, isn't that what you said? Yes. Yeah. And then you took it, you're like, guess what? I was wrong. <laughs> Mine wasn't even, physical touch was not even top three yeah. <laughs> for me. But back when I was in the toxic relationship that I was in, a lot of times, um, before that, I had never been in a relationship where like gift giving was ever a thing. But with him and I, gift giving ended up being like how he would, after like horrible fights and things like that, it was always like, let me gift you with things. Mm-hmm. And like, I started becoming... I loved it. Like, yeah, I started almost looking forward to <laughs> the abusive parts because I was like, "Ooh, I get things." Yeah, look yeah. at what I get afterwards in the treatment that I got afterwards. Not just the gifts, but just the but love. then it made you skeptical. Then it made me skeptical. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. So then, after I got out of that, and I started realizing like the um, cyclical abuse and mm-hmm. that gift giving was a very big part of that. I started rejecting gifts. I don't like being given gifts anymore. Like, right. at all. It, so <laughs> I think it's funny then when I took the test, gift giving for me was like 3%. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I'm like, don't, I don't like don't it. Give me That's anything. not a part of me and Corey's relationship. We don't give each other gifts a lot. And if we do, it's small things like, hey, I went to the store and I saw this, like we've talked about, right. but big gifts are not on our, so I just think that's funny because that was a way that I really hardcore turned away from, yeah. <laughs> from that love language. Which we talked about on the... Um Q&A that we did with the guys for Valentine's Day yeah. when people were asking about gifts. We're like, we don't really do gifts. No. And it, both of our, um, because when you take the quiz, it breaks down your love languages into percentages. Mm-hmm. So, which I didn't see when I did Corey's, by the way, and I'm so mad because I didn't get to see mm-hmm. his. Yeah. So, like, it will show you which one you have the most of, and then it'll do percentage wise, like what you are of the other things. Of all of them. Yeah. yeah and we made our, significant others also take it and all of ours well i guess you don't know Corey's, but yours mine and shane's the gift giving was all under 10 percent. that's what i think his was too because even though i didn't see the percentages i was answering the questions for him basically he didn't do the quiz i was asking him the questions yeah I did that too with Shane. I I don't know why I like being in control (laughs) of those. I want to know. I wouldn't let him see my answers, but I wanted to know know. his. Me too. And I thought it was a fun little game because I'm like, I'm going to go ahead. I was hovering my finger over the one that I thought he would pick. Mm -hmm. And I think it was 99% of them I got right. There might have been one that I was like, oh, really? But yeah, his was, so his, I already knew it was acts of service, which again, that's when I say Wendy's, I'm not just specifically talking Wendy's, but acts of service has always been Corey's love language. And I didn't know mine until recently was quality time, but it makes sense because we don't always have to be touching him and I actually like, I like it when we're out together just because normally there's not a quality time aspect yeah. you can't because you're with other people or whatever so like the little hand it's time touches. but it's not quality right exactly. it's quantity time it's, yeah <laughs> so like our little hand touches and stuff mm-hmm. that's i like that but when we're together we don't need to be like cuddling yeah just the fact that a lot of times i'll be in a rocking chair and he'll be on the couch but just the fact that we're together and like in there's the no room, phones yeah. or distractions we can have a really good conversation yeah that's the shit that I do like. <laughs> <laughs> That's that good, good. It is. I was my shocked favorite. that mine was physical touch. Me too. That blew my mind when you showed me that. I was like, what? So uh, I guess 
I'm going to read. Because I thought ours would be switched. I thought I would be physical touch and you would be quality time. I thought that I would be. Or words of affirmation. I don't know why I thought that was going to be yours. Me too. Mm -hmm. Okay. But I wanted to make this point and I, Shane and I talked a lot about it yesterday when we did it. So 30%. That mm-hmm. was my highest one, mm-hmm. was physical touch. Yeah. Which, like, it's not like physical touch was just so far ahead of the other ones. Right. It's only 30%. Receiving gifts is seven. So, yeah. like, pfft, don't give me shit. Right. Um, don't give me shit. <laughs> but quality time and words of affirmation are both 20%, mm-hmm. and acts of service is 23 So, really, of everything except gifts, I'm... Very close. Same with that's. I had thirty percent quality time, twenty seven percent acts of service, and then twenty three percent words of affirmation. Yeah, and then it was like seventeen percent physical touch. Weird. Which again, I thought that was going to be more, and then three percent (laughs) gifts. So what I was talking to him about is two things. One, I think these can change seasonally. Yes, but sorry, I just had another realization for mine. I'm just going to butt in real quick. When I saw those two together, I'm realizing that physical touch was another big one with me and my ex. Mm. Real big. Like, almost to the point that it made me uncomfortable because it was like he was showing me off and I did not like that. Yeah. And I'm wondering now if that's why that's less. Yeah. You mean, like, all over you in public and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but only... Only when he wanted it to be, when yes. he felt threatened. If there was a girl in the when bar, when he was marking oh, his no. territory, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it became not like, oh, you're doing this because you love me. It's oh, you're doing this because you feel yeah. threatened. There's an agenda. Mm-hmm. So there was an agenda with physical touch and, and with gift. receiving gifts. Yeah, yeah, which I think is why mine have gone so low. Oh, that's weird. Okay, anyways, but seasonally, like I think yours could change I the further so you get away from that toxic relationship. Yeah, and and by season, I don't mean like the four seasons of the year (laughs) i mean like seasons of life so like i don't know if physical touch would have been mine Mm -hmm. if i wasn't pregnant right now because physical touch is something that like um is not something we're doing a whole lot of right now (laughs) because i physically am not in like my ideal state (laughs) right and everything hurts all the time. Yep. And so just Shane Shane will give me back rubs. Oh my gosh, man. <laughs> back rubs are my favorite kind of physical touch right key. now. They're right. key. So like I don't know if that and like the fact of intimacy is not um where it was. Well, yeah, because I just I'm uncomfortable. Oh yeah. I'm I uncomfortable. Understand. It's not the same. No. And like um me pursuing also, him. as a pregnant person, I've been pregnant before. There's, yeah. There, you're, you're not like, woo, I'm feeling myself right. today. Yeah. <laughs> there is no day where you wake up and you're like, dang, I freaking got it <laughs> I today. got it. No, you are bigger every single day. <laughs> and not that like. And it, everything hurts. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's the point. Yeah. Is that like, there is no comfortable position to exist. No. Just to exist. Not even like, (laughs) don't even get me started on any other kind of positions. (laughs) So I'm wondering if like, because I'm lacking in that or the fact that we have a child now. Yeah. So being able to just cuddle on the couch. Yeah. Hold hands on a stroll is not a thing. It's a lot less. Yeah. So I wonder if that's why. I think that might be why quality time is mine right now because... 
um, Corey's been working so much and we are on mm-hmm. pretty opposite schedules. So I'm like, that's been something we've super been lacking. Yeah. Not to mention he's been playing a lot of Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a little jealous. <laughs> so that and... I'm very curious to see what Noah's is. There is a, there was a section yes. where you can quiz your kids. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, I can't wait. So yeah, the site you. that we used is um, the five lovelanguages.com. And it's not just love languages. Yeah, it was so cool. There was one about anger and there was another one about like your language of apologies. We did those too. Mm-hmm. But like there's ones for single people. Yep. There's ones for parents. I'm wondering if the single people is like, loving yourself there was one for military yeah i saw that and that was i couldn't understand what that was yeah i don't know or like maybe if the single one is it like what you're searching for like i don't know maybe there's something different in the dating process i literally haven't been in the dating world for 10 years so i don't know (laughs) yeah and i never it's fascinating to me when people talk about um apps yeah. Like dating apps. Yeah, me too. I've never I've never used them. Me neither. And so I'm just I'm so fascinated by them that like you have to essentially create a love resume and yes. like make yourself sound appealing. Hate it. It's so so just a foreign thing for me. And so That's I've had one people, of my biggest fears is that Corey will like die or something and then I'll have to date again. Because <laughs> I have like I I I don't know how I cannot imagine it. Yeah. Um <laughs> I love that that's why you don't want him to die. Well, that's not the only reason, obviously. <laughs> please don't die because I cannot date again. <laughs> yeah, to please. Dating seems selfish. selfish. Yeah. My God. Um, Do not leave me. I cannot be a single woman again. <laughs> I, I was uh, at a wedding. This has got to be last year, I think. I think it was last November. Um, I was shooting a wedding and the videographer who was there, mm-hmm. we I normally will eat with other vendors. Right. And so I was with him and his partner. And he pulls out, I think I had gotten to talking about Shane and how we had been together for so long. And he was on a dating app. And I, what are dating, what are popular dating apps? I don't know. Tinder? Could have been. Plenty of fish? I don't think it was that one because okay. that's like a religious one, isn't it? It could be. I honestly know the names and don't know anything else about them. Okay, Cupid is coming to my head, but I, I think almost it was said Match.com. <laughs> Did they? They probably have an app. They probably do. I don't know. But um, so I think it was Tinder. Okay, there was swiping. Okay, I think you swipe on Tinder. Yes, that is Tinder okay. for sure. So he brought out his Tinder and was like, <laughs> "You want to help me do this?" And I was like, "Um, <laughs> I." I'm very weirded out by the entire thing. And he's like, oh, it's not weird at all. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) And he pulls it out and he just, he pulls it out, his phone. (laughs) He's like, you want to help me do this? (laughs) (laughs) So he opens up the app and then there's just pictures Uh of people. Oh, yeah. And you can swipe without even reading anything about them. He didn't read anything about them. I hate that. I hate that. And he was like. But also, I guess it's kind of good because I guess I wouldn't want somebody to be like repulsed by me to be like <laughs> trying it out. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. But he he was very just certain on some. Just yeah. would swipe very quickly, and I was like, oh my gosh! And then it, there was a, a bit of a trend mm-hmm. on what he was swiping 
wear. Four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, that made me feel uncomfortable yep. because all I kept thinking, especially, this is a weird tangent. Um, <laughs> We're really veering off. <laughs> I know. But I thought it was so weird, especially in my career, mm-hmm. where it is my job to make, to celebrate everyone, everybody, yeah. every relationship. And here he is sitting there just in a split second deciding someone's worth. Yes. And I understand to a point that he's not deciding their worth. He's deciding like whether he th- he has a level of attraction, but I'm like, but but what if <sighs> there are certain people that I have seen that I have been like, I there's no way in a still picture that I would have picked you out, but their mannerisms, yes, the way that they smile and laugh and engage with people, yes. I'm like, speak, mm, yeah, yeah, not even person. I'm not even talking personality at yes. this point, but that's obviously big. But like, they're the way that they carry themselves, yeah, yeah. I was just talking to somebody about that the other day because he was. You could date. Look at you. I look at me. I'm freaking sorry, Corey. <laughs> Corey, who? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but like, long time not listener. <laughs> I'll never know. <laughs> but uh, the guy, it was actually one of Corey's friends, and he's single, so he was talking about being single and just whatever. And that was one of the things he was saying to Corey was like, it does not matter what girls look like to me, mm-hmm. but the confidence that they have and the way that they carry themselves, I, the girl that I'm attracted to is the one in the room that is acting like she doesn't give a shit. What It's yeah. like the confidence that she has. And I'm like, wow. I would never be picked on you. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know that he's describing you at all. He's not. But in my mind, I was just thinking, like, is that really what people are? Because how has anybody chosen me? <laughs> oh, but I mean, maybe you just have the, the I picture think it's when I get that drunk. someone would swipe. Well, also when I get drunk, I the don't correct way. care about. I think if you swipe right, it's good. Swiping left is bad. I actually don't know. I don't know either. I've never been on Tinder. We need? I wanted to. I don't just know. For, even in a relationship, I've wanted to just for shits and gigs because I've heard some hilarious things on there. Well, I have some. I think I read a shocker, a BuzzFeed <laughs> listicle, <laughs> yes, of like funny Tinder bios. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like yeah. I think for the humor in it that I would have fun, yeah. but then the gross hookup culture, I can't. Yes. No offense to anybody, but like in it, but I. It's not my. This videographer literally would he was be on the fence on a couple and mm-hmm. like showed me the phone and was like, "So what do you think?" And I'm like, "Well, I don't know. I'd have to talk to her." Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm not sure. She, maybe she has kind eyes. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I can't tell right now. This is a still photograph. Yes, it's not fair. No. If you would have asked me upon first glancing at my husband what I thought, I said that dude looks like a douche. <laughs> Right. And we are just happily wedded, right. okay? So, with two children. So, I don't think I can make a judgment no. like this. Um, okay, speaking of my lovely wedded husband, this was the other point I was going to make. Okay. We're looping back okay. to love language. Please. Okay. We've strayed so far. <laughs> Whenever I was looking at my percentages, mm-hmm. I was realizing, well, the questions were very hard for me to answer. Yeah, because me too. So the way they ask the question is like, select which is the most meaningful meaningful to you. And it gives you two options. Yeah. And a lot of the times I was on the fence with a lot. Well, yeah, I didn't. I'm like, I want both. (laughs) Yeah. And some of them were like, is it more meaningful 
for your partner most be. <laughs> I'm sorry. You I'm do not sorry. get to be in this. He's really trying. He's like sniffing and sneezing into the microphone. <laughs> My God. Did you see, by the Click way, that clack. dogs can get coronavirus now? There was a COVID-19 dog case. Well, that's great. I know. I was like so worried. I think I have seen that before, I though. looked at Corey and I was like, do you take it seriously? <laughs> <laughs> think about our pup pups. You've got to relax. Okay. Um, but they'll, they'll ask questions like, is it more meaningful when your partner does... This or this. And I'm like, well, I don't want to say. And I have to know the context. Yeah, I don't want to say that it's not meaningful for him to do this because it is. Yeah. Like, I like this thing, but also I like the other thing. Right. And there, it doesn't have, like, a more meaningful thing. And so I was looking, and I realized the reason I think mine are so even, mm-hmm. other than the gifts, because we don't, we don't really care about gifts, yeah. but... Is because I think he does all of them all yeah. the time. Yeah. And I feel everyone's like, oh, great, Eric. Here we go. <laughs> we get it. Shane's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. he is always, if he's home, doing anything he can to make things easy for me. Or oh, I feel like that's what you should be doing. Yeah. And or if he's out during the day, he's going and running errands for mm-hmm. me. Um he's Making lists for me. He's, and I don't know, he just does so many of these things. And then he'll ask for intentional quality time. Mm-hmm. He'll say, Can we do this this night? Or, because uh, I think his was quality time. Yeah, it was. Um, and then randomly he'll send me love songs or long Aww. text messages, um, like almost daily. Yeah. He does all of these things. Yeah. So, I felt like it's very hard for me to choose what's meaningful because it happens all the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's not like out of the blue, I get this just like rush of um, adrenaline and love and all these things because I'm like, oh my gosh. Because you know, when you vacation is so fun because you don't do it. Yes. And so, like, it's not something you're doing constantly. But if it is something you do constantly, then it, like, loses yeah. the effect. It's like having the park here. Yes. People learn we have this amusement park for kids, and they're like, oh, my God, that's incredible. And we're like, is it? Yeah, I've grown up here. I used to go there every day. I've worked there. It's yeah. not that <laughs> No, it's definitely not. <laughs> but that's, I guess, how I felt. I kind of felt like a dick because I'm like, <laughs> do, do I not find any of these things meaningful now? Because... Right. I get them so frequently. Yeah. No, I but feel I unappreciative. <laughs> but like I do appreciate it. It is meaningful. I'm just I guess it made me very grateful when I realized how much of it wow, yeah. good for you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I'm so annoying. <laughs> but I do think it's like when I was thinking. But yours you is were, pretty balanced too. Yeah, mine is very bad. Well, Corey does a lot of them. Yeah. Um Especially, like I've said, in different moments, like the acts of service thing, when I'm going through my throes of depression. Yeah. He, he steps it up with the acts of service, which is good because at that time, that's what I need. Right. I need that so that I'm not thinking about that. And physical touch, in the beginning, that was like words of affirmation and physical touch was our jam. Yeah. Which I think is good and, and that's important in any beginning right. relationship just because, yeah. you know, it's new. And, and I think the longer a relationship goes on, the more you have to work as a team and not 
it's not as like exciting and new and fun. It's right. like comfortable and you're learning to do life together. Yeah. So that's when I think those other ones become like acts of service and things like that become more meaningful. Yeah. You want to hear something weird <laughs> that I used to believe growing up? What? Um, I believed that if at any point in time butterflies went away, then uh, not like the actual bug, like in your the in your belly. Oh, ones. okay. I was, <laughs> I was gonna be, I was like, go extinct. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. No, if like in a relationship, if you ever like, cause you get butterflies for pers- the person, like for when sure. you're um, when you see their name pop up in the text and, on your ICQ oh. when you get oh, that yeah. oh, and you're like, oh my god, yep, yeah. Um, I thought that if the butterflies ever went away, yeah. then that wasn't the one. Yep. And now I will say, I still do get butterflies with Shane. Like every, it's not like constant every right. time I see his name pop up. But <laughs> um, I truly is. I remember breaking up with a guy because I saw he called me one time and I didn't get butterflies and I was like, well, shit, that's that. Then <laughs> that's over. I guess that's it. Yeah. How funny. I used to think the same thing. I was really? Like, well, yeah, because. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, but honestly, because back in the day. I got bored very easily. You know this yes. about me. Yes. And I was just like, wow, on to the next one. And it's not me. It's the butterflies. Yeah. Okay. I were- really <laughs> wanted it to work and they're gone. That's not my, that's not my problem. So as soon as like, um, excitement and all that went away, uh, this is going to get so kind of deep because <laughs> it's going into the abuse part of it again. But when the excitement and the butterflies went away, for my earlier relationships and they got into that comfortable mode, I was like, wow, this is boring. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. And then I'd seek elsewhere. I'm yeah. talking about cheating. I was a bad person. I understand. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. But that's what I would do. Even if it wasn't physically cheating, I would search for it in yeah. words. Yeah. Words of affirmation, baby. Yes. Anyways, then I got into that physically, mentally, emotionally abusive one. And all it was was excitement, twenty four seven. Too much excitement. Yes. So I just think it's funny that now I'm with Corey, and we probably have—I don't want to say boring, but it's <laughs> very comfortable. And we were the excitement for him and I. We moved in together after like a month, so like yeah. the excitement was quick, and mm-hmm. it burnt out quick. But I have enjoyed the comfortability part of it ten times more than I ever have with any relationship. And now it's I get butterflies from the comfortable yeah. from the comfortable stuff more than the like, healthy stuff. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The healthiness of it. It gives is me a hard transition though. Yeah. To go from something that is um exciting because of like adrenaline. Yes. Because um, it's constant arguments and constant you like might you're be on cheating a roller on coaster. Me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um to just like actual healthy, yeah, <laughs> normal things. Yeah, like just last, I got butterflies with him last night because we cooked dinner together. <laughs> like okay, things like that. Okay, what's funny is that's quality time. Yes, Shane and I were outside throwing. It stopped raining for like two seconds, and mm-hmm. so Ollie and Mosby are in cahoots, <laughs> and and he will demand. That we get Mosby's ball and throw it for him. <laughs> he doesn't want to throw it. He doesn't want to play. He wants he, you. He to wants do it. Mosby to have the time to play, and so he <laughs> yells at us until we get it, and then he just goes about his business. And I'm like, what? I don't like this team situation. <laughs> Mosby's trained him. <laughs> yes, but we were sitting outside, 
and all the furniture was wet. So I brought a chair from the breezeway out and Shane was sitting on like a table yeah. <laughs> that we had out there. And he leaned his head on my shoulder oh. and I leaned my head back on to his head. And I had this feeling. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't necessarily know that it's butterflies because it's not in my it's everywhere. Yeah, I just feel this overwhelming yes. just like Love. sensation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's, I think it's comfort, too. Which is funny because you had it when you were spending quality time and I had it when we physically touched. That's so funny. Right? (laughs) And so when I I realized when I was answering those questions, when I was struggling to figure out which one was more meaningful, Mm -hmm. I just had to start answering which one gave me that feeling. That's what I was doing. And that's when I was like, oh my God, these are not physical touch moments. When it was like um, spending time together uninterrupted without phones or hugging i was like without without a doubt it would be just spending time together because again even when we were cooking and we were like not i mean we were kind of having a conversation but it was mostly just like being together yeah and doing something together i was like that was what gave me butterflies (laughs) oh my god being an adult is so (laughs) great so cute so fun but that things like this what we're talking about now is when people ask me they're like if you could go back because what happened to you was really, really terrible and I still have like PTSD from it. I still have depression from it. I still have a lot of anxiety from yeah. it. If you could go back, would you change it? I'm like, not in a, not at all. Yeah. Not even a little bit. I would do everything exactly the same because it makes me appreciate the comfortability that I have now a hundred times more. Yeah, It's like, it showed me, hey, this is healthy. And the ones that I were in, was in earlier, I'm not saying were completely healthy. Right. Because <laughs> they weren't. Yeah. And that could have been my fault just as much as the other person's. But right now, it's not 100% like the best all the time. I'm not going to lie. We're still working on it. But yeah. it's healthier than any relationship I've been in. And I'm like, yeah. I don't feel that constant need to go out and seek attention elsewhere. Right. I have a question. Okay. Do you believe in soulmates? Yes. You do? Yes. Oh my gosh. Can I tell you? I if you if I'd asked you that question at a different point in your life, you'd <laughs> have been like, no. no, that's the dumbest thing I've ever yep. heard in my life. <laughs> I know. No, okay. I do too. Yeah. I heard this question asked on another podcast that I was listening to, and they were hmm, they said no. Yeah. But not in the way of like, which was funny because they were a married couple asking each other. (laughs) That's just funny. But what they were saying is like, no, I don't think you have a soulmate. Mm -hmm. I don't think you just like meet and all of a sudden everything is great. Right. I agree with that. They believe that you can create, anyone can be your soulmate. Yeah. If you work on it. Do you agree with that? Um, a little bit. Yeah. I think, I don't think that, <laughs> no, <I'm> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I don't think anybody can be your soulmate, but I definitely think that you can find your soulmate and it still not be perfect. All, right. You oh, have yeah, to yeah, work yeah, yeah. at that. Yeah. But I agree with the whole, I don't, because they basically were saying anyone could be your soulmate. No, I Like don't. you just have to choose to work to become that. And I was like, I don't think so. No, me neither. I think fundamentally there are people who are going to grow together mm-hmm. and if things are going to work out and there are other people who's like it doesn't matter on paper how great it seems yeah never gonna happen well again i uh, and i don't think my whatever issues it was you were worried 
I know. <laughs> I'm like, shit, almost 40 minutes. Wow. I know. Um, but I don't know if, I don't think whatever issues I had back then that w- were causing me to seek validation elsewhere have went away. If anything, I think yeah. I'm more troubled <laughs> now than I was back then um, for whatever reason. But I don't have that feeling anymore. And I've never had that with anybody but Corey. Yeah. I've never felt like fulfilled in every aspect of everything. Yeah. Like I do with him. So do you believe the idea that like someone can make you complete? Yeah, I think. Why are you looking at me like you need me to tell you the right answer? (laughs) You're like, I don't know. Do you? Do do you? (laughs) I will say whatever you say that. No, I complete. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I see. I feel like, but you know, what's weird when you said that I didn't think about Corey. I thought Noah. Aww. Yeah. That's why I was like, yeah, but but that's why I that's think he cute. Might, Yeah. What if you were like, I thought about <laughs> just another name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I would never, Corey, I love you so much. But <laughs> that's when I thought of how I felt incomplete in my entire life. That stopped pretty much whenever yeah. I had Noah. But it's because I think I... That whole acts of service and everything, how I give love, I do it for... That was... I just needed something to... It made me feel like I had constant fulfillment See, because I was taking me, care though. of him. Why? Because Noah isn't is, yours forever. I know. I know. <laughs> See, that worries me. It worries because, me, too, because I'm like, he is not going to need me. Right. He's someone else's. You're just, like, prepping him for that person, whoever I it know. is. I That's going to make a <laughs> I hate thinking about that, but I know it's true, and I never want to be that mom that's like overbearing to my. I son's just wife. saw a video. Um, I saw it. I always go through the Daily Mail. Everyone gives the Daily Mail shit, but guess what? The Daily Mail called the coronavirus <laughs> is going to ruin the world in December, and no one listened. So, so whatever. What's up? Um, but on there, there was this. I think they shared it on TikTok, but it was a wedding. Oh my God. Was it the the mother-in-law being like, my son doesn't have any flaws? Yes. I saved that on TikTok. That is the most insane thing ever. If you guys haven't seen it, basically this couple, Mm -hmm. they're getting married. They're exchanging vows. And the wife, I didn't hear her say this part, but I'm sure she did. Where she, It didn't show it in the TikTok. She essentially was like, despite your flaws, yeah. I love you yeah. no matter what, blah, blah, blah. Or she was probably saying his flaws in a cute way, like, you watch too much TV yes. and we blah, blah, whatever. You know how people do in yeah. And so the mother of the groom <laughs> stands up and she's like, you're not going to say my son has flaws. And yeah. she's like, you can leave, Judy. <laughs> It's so it's so awkward. And they full on fight in the wedding. Like the the mother then of the bride gets up and she's like in the other mom's face. And I'm like, first of all, now I had to read through some comments because I always want other people's perspectives. Because my first oh, do you? I do. do. (laughs) Can you tell? (laughs) But my first thought was like, if that were my husband. I would be furious because he did not hop to action as quickly as he sh- He did tell his mom to stop. Yeah, he did say, you're showing you have flaws right now because you can't grow up and be an adult. Yes, and, yeah. and he told her to leave. Yeah. But he didn't, he was just kind of like ignoring it. And I was like, I would be yeah. like shoving my mom out the door, uh-huh. I think. Or being like, you need to get out. If I was the bride, I'd probably be like, okay, that's it. I'm not doing this anymore. You just ruined my whole day. Right. Whatever. But then I read that like, 
he probably has some she's probably abused him whether or not just by being that controlling obviously if she's like that insane about it yeah so i had to give him some credit but i was like that poor woman imagine having grandchildren they do they have children now I never, I didn't read into the story yeah. anymore. Yeah, because her sister, I think, is the one who shared it. She did. It. And um, they have a really cute kid, I guess. <gasps> and they're happily married still. I don't know if Judy is still insane, but. Wow. <laughs> they, she was just, you can leave, Judy. And she's like, I will not leave because that we bought that dress you're wearing. Yes. <laughs> and she made some big statement like, Oh, we have to be all high and mighty. They wanted to spend five hundred dollars. I'm like, five hundred dollars? That's a cheap wedding. Right. Like, like <laughs> relax. Calm down, Judy. <laughs> Dude. My goodness. Yeah, I couldn't I will never be that mom. But no. well, yeah, that's I wanna actively not be that mom. But like whenever because I understand people don't like the whole someone else completes you like you're Mm -hmm. supposed to be complete yourself and they're supposed to be complete because whatever i understand yeah but also (laughs) i oh i talked about this whenever i was coming home from disney yeah that i felt just half of a person yes without shane yeah when i wasn't with him and i i felt so bad because i was like yeah like i missed ollie (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but but I physically felt like a piece of me was missing yeah. um, without Shane there. So I don't know. I feel like I am complete, but also I'm I'm not. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. But I also think that Shane is my soulmate. Yeah. Reggie told me so. So <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to ask him about mine, but what if he says no? How awkward would that be? <laughs> um, I did ask him. Oh, yeah. When you went... The other one were together. Yeah. Oh. he When he was in my dorm room, <laughs> I asked him. And I asked him in front of that guy. That's hilarious. And he was like, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, I think anyone can make anything work. And I was like, <laughs> Reggie. <laughs> Tell me the truth. I think you're lying. <laughs> but I, I agree that a soulmate doesn't mean you're perfect. Yeah. And you come together and you meet and then everything is great. Yeah. It takes and it a lot stays great. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Everyone talks about everyone. Oh my gosh. Everyone all the time talks about Shane and I. <laughs> but people ask us and, yeah. and they will say things like that we're goals or we're this or we're that. And honest to God, it's taken us 10 years. Yeah. To get here. In the beginning, we were not like this. You guys have a lot of very good communication, but also, and I just read this the other day, they were like, communication is not number one in a relationship. Yeah. You think that it is, but what, what is? is comprehension? Because you can communicate with somebody I all saw you that, want, yeah. but if they can't comprehend what you're saying, the meaning behind your words, right. then communication is meaningless, yeah. basically. So like, you guys have very good communication and comprehension skills. Yeah. But that's come with knowing each other for a lot of times. Like, I think we've talked about this, too, on the podcast, where you can say certain things and you know what the meaning behind them because you know the person. Yeah. It's taken us 10 years Mm -hmm. to build that. But there are still some people, there are couples I know that have 20 years in and they don't have that. They're not soulmates. They're not. (laughs) Trust me, I know they're not. (laughs) Because I knew, I knew the second that, like, I actually can pinpoint the time. 
it was raining. I was doing plyometrics on the tennis court by myself. And I looked over and Shane was smoking a cigarette <laughs> right outside our dorm room. And I was like, oh, my God, we're soulmates. Mm-hmm. He's going to move to Florida and I have to stay here. But we're going to get married someday. Like, I are, I know that right now in this moment. Yeah. That was 10 years ago. Well, to be 10 years coming up at the end of this year. Anyway. It, and it was such a weird realization to know that and to also know that he was such a freaking turd. <laughs> and that, like, I had so much I needed to work on and that I needed to change. And that he had a lot of shit that I wanted to be different. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, this isn't supposed to be the guy. Yeah. It's not. I On paper, it's not him. You never wanted to date a smoker, number one. I never wanted to date a smoker. Yep. He wore girl jeans. <laughs> He listened to music that screamed at him. He wasn't an athlete. Um, he didn't have the same faith as me. He, I don't think at the time he had one at all. Yeah. So, like, on paper, this dude would have been... I wouldn't have swiped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would have, just what, the way that I didn't get to keep him. Yeah. And so when I knew in that moment that he was my soulmate, I was like, what? I don't know how that's going to work yeah. <laughs> at all. But I knew... And then we obviously worked really hard to understand each other. And I don't want that to sound like I worked to change him. No. Because I didn't. Yeah, you guys both changed together. Yes. And I, I, something I say to him all the time is like, I don't want you to do anything because of me. Yeah. Any changes in your life, any adjustments in your daily schedule or your routine, anything that you do, I want you to do it. And I want you to come from an intrinsic place. Yeah. I want it to be something you feel is right for you in your life. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, it benefits me, <laughs> great. <laughs> Hoorah. <laughs> great. But don't do it for me. Yeah. Because you won't maintain that yes. for me. You need to do things for, for yourself because you. that's the only way you're going to keep them. Yep. That's how he quit smoking. Yep. That's how he... Um, went back to school so many times and got the degree that he got. There's been so many changes that he's made in his life, and he did it because he knew he wanted uh, about the he he knew what kind of man he wanted to be. He knew what kind of husband he wanted to be. Mm-hmm. He knew what kind of father he wanted to be. Yeah, and I was just a support mm-hmm. person. Which is what you have to do. Yeah, because if they're changing for you, it doesn't last. No, That's what I know from my last one. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, there's that. We also took other quizzes. Other quizzes. The other two quizzes, which I didn't know existed. Me neither, but I I've, thought was so cool. We've always heard about the five love languages. Yes. And I was shocked that there were other ones for like the single and the child. I thought that was the biggest plot twist. Did you know that book came out in 92? No. Yeah, me neither. And then I looked it up and I was like, 1992. Vintage. Yeah, very. <laughs> very. And I thought, I was like, I haven't heard about that until I got o- older. Yeah. You know, but anyways, go on. Um, but Sierra just told me today mm-hmm. that there are two other quizzes. One is your apology language. Yep. And the other, I thought it was going to be your anger language, but me it's too. more just where how you're you at with dealing anger. with anger. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. We don't know all of the different apology languages. Yeah. We so did a couple. F- so we had a couple of people take it to see if we could get different answers. And we've only gotten three different answers. Oh, okay. So... Because you took it. Yes. 
And you and Shane got the same thing. I knew that Shane would get the same one as me. And then um, my sisters and my sister's husband all took it, and all three of them got the same thing. Really? Yeah, which is different than ours, but... You got it different than I got a different one. So, wait. Sam and Peter both took it? Sam, Peter, and Randy. Okay. And they all got the same. They all got the same. Oh, interesting. I know. And then you and Shane got the same, and then I'm the only one. They got completely different? That's so crazy. So, I don't know if there's five of those as well. Yeah. But we only have three of them. And they they don't break them up into percentages like they do... With the other one, it's just yeah. like, this is what your primary apology language is. Yeah. Which mine is, um, mine is accept responsibility, which I knew as soon as I was answering them, I was like, I can see a theme here. Yes. <laughs> and it's, so it says, it's very difficult for some people to admit they're wrong. It makes them doubt their self, self-worth and no one likes to be portrayed as a failure. However, as adults, we must all admit that we make mistakes and will make mistakes. We are going to make poor decisions that hurt our partners and we're going to have to admit that we are wrong. We have to accept responsibility. For many individuals, all they want to hear are the words, I am wrong. And so with the majority of what my answers were when I was answering was like, you're right. I'm so sorry. I um, didn't realize that hurt you like that or whatever yeah. was like the main. And that is mainly what I want to hear from somebody is like, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Sounds terrible. But honestly, it's just like well, validating your feelings. That's exactly what it is. And Shane made a great point. You told me mm-hmm. that Shane said, well, she's been gaslit by so many people yeah. that it makes sense that like just hearing validation that I'm not crazy and that my feelings are valid and that my frustrations and hurt are valid. And then being like, you know what? I didn't realize that I did hurt you. That's fine. I don't even care if it takes you, you saying I didn't even realize it. Right. Because a lot of those, that's what it was that I was picking were things that were like, I didn't realize that that would hurt you. And I'm sorry. Yeah. And that to me, perfect, perfect apology. That's all I need. All of, um, when you take that quiz, It gives you a scenario and then there's like four different, four or five different apologies. And it's like, how would you want someone to apologize to you in this situation? Yes. And I'll be honest, I hated some of the apologies. Me too. Like hated. I was like, those sound so corny and I don't believe it. Yes. Any one of the ones that were like, can you ever forgive me? Or can you teach me how to be right? Did you... (laughs) I want to know who picked that one because I was like, it was you, wasn't it? Yeah. I think I did pick some of those. The can you ever forgive me one, so I I couldn't take seriously at all. I don't know about the can you teach me ones. I didn't pick those. Yeah. But the ones that were like, this is something. Halfway through it, I looked at Shane and I go, all of the ones I'm picking are acknowledging that they did something Mm -hmm. and making it right. No, making a point to change the behavior in the future. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. So I said a hundred percent mine is going to have, I will be shocked if my apology language doesn't have something to do with that. But any of the questions that were like, or any of the responses that were like, will you, can, can you ever find it in your heart to forgive me? Yeah. Like, seemed corny to me yeah, yeah. I, I don't like that they, it also didn't feel it gives sincere. me it makes me 
now responsible that's what for you exactly you like, that's how i liked mine because mine was like you i want you to acknowledge your responsibility yeah. in this situation don't put that back on me can you ever forgive that's why me? i didn't well, like the ones that were wait like a minute did you just become the victim in this situation <laughs> right or the, that's why i didn't like the ones that were like please show me in the future what i can do right yes because i'm like that's not my responsibility. See, Figure I'm okay out. with doing that. Yeah. <laughs> because I want it to be very clear. Because if you don't do it the next time, then we're going to have issues. Then, yeah. 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 Because at first, if you don't know, then that was ignorance. Fine. Which I've just talked with my, yeah. I think it was my mom that I talked about. But ignorance, not a bad word. Right. It just means, no, it was me and Corey that had this discussion. Ignorance, We've talked about this before. Yeah. But ignorance does not mean you're stupid. It yes. just means you don't know any yes. better. And that's fine. We all come from a place of ignorance at some point or another with literally everything. Yes. That's just learning. So like if you come at it with ignorance, that's fine. But I'm teaching you. Or in my case, you're acknowledging then to me that you know what was wrong because I'm assuming I, then I said something about it. Right. <laughs> so... Don't yeah. do it again in the future because you just acknowledged that you knew what was the right. right thing to do. And now if you do the wrong thing again, you did it on purpose. So mine is genuinely repent. Oh, okay. So it says for some individuals, repentance is the convincing factor in an apology. These are, I highlighted two things. Some counterparts will doubt the sincerity of an apology if it's not accompanied by their partner's desire to modify their behavior to avoid the situation in the future. Mm -hmm. Then there's some other stuff. And then the other thing I highlighted, it says one important aspect of genuinely repenting is verbalizing your desire to change. So when I brought that up to Shane, he's like, I'm not surprised. Just like he said, he wasn't surprised about yours because yeah. of you being gaslit. He goes, I'm not surprised by your apology language he said because there's been times in your life where people will apologize and they'll acknowledge what they did but they don't change the behavior yep and so it to me negates the apology absolutely altogether yep so i don't need you to grovel i don't need you to beg for forgiveness nope. i don't need you to do, all i need you to do is change acknowledge behavior. and change your behavior mm -hmm. because then we don't have this issue in the future yep we don't have to keep doing this yeah and um, I also recognize in a situation like that, I have to take responsibility. Yeah. So the reason I didn't like the grovelly ones, the, the please forgive me or can you find it in your heart to forgive me, is because there's a weird power dynamic yes. in that. And I agree with that. It's almost like the next time something happens, I now... I don't know. I don't like the you elevated know why? status thing. I think thing. it's because of our abusive, our abusers, because I think that's what they do. It's constantly changing themselves to be the victim. Yeah. So that you somehow feel like it's your responsibility uh, responsibility to then console them. Yeah. No, it's okay. You're right. I'm, well, you're right. that used to be an issue with Shane and I. Really? That was something we had to work through because in the beginning, um, he had come from a toxic relationship mm -hmm. where it was very shamey very blamey yeah that we use that a lot shamey and blamey but uh those are the other dwarfs <laughs> <laughs> um he would get defensive yeah so when i would say hey this is what i have a problem with and this is how we can avoid it in the future mm -hmm. he would get defensive to the point of like oh i guess i'm a horrible person then i guess i'm I selfish guess I just I don't won't do anything yes yes yeah and then i 
would have two options. <laughs> I can either like, okay, forget you then. Yeah. Or I can try and be like, no, that's not true. You're a good person. Yeah. That and now I'm like, so wait a minute. Yes. Then How all did of a this sudden flip I'm around? consoling you. Yes. Why? So yeah. I had to say to him, you gotta I, stop doing this. Yes. Yeah. That that is the exact conversation we had where yeah. I was like, listen, I'm not creating you to be a bad person. Mm-hmm. I need you to know that this bothers me so that we don't continue to do it. Literally, all, and I would give him like a script. Yeah. And say, this is all you have to say. Yeah. And then it's fixed. Yeah. And he's like, that's it. Yeah, that's it. And so now. Because nine times out of 10, they, they do acknowledge it. They just don't want to admit it. And hold on. I have a little part here because it says for a counterpart who speaks this language. If an apology does not admit fault, it is not worth hearing. Being sincere in your apology means allowing yourself to be weak and admitting that you make mistakes. So this may be hard for to do for some people. It makes a world of a difference for your partner who speaks that language. That part right there, allowing yourself to be seen as a weak person, I think is like number yes. one, especially for men. Sorry. But I just know that that admitting that you made a mistake is vulnerable and a lot of times they'll do whatever to not admit that. And it's like, hey, man, I wouldn't even be pissed anymore. Just admit that what you did was fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> that's Now that's I'm angry it. about something totally different because yes. you're avoiding responsibility. And you're getting this. defensive and you're doubling down yeah. on the shit because you're getting defensive. When really all I need, because in your head, I know that you know what you did was fucked up. Right. That's it. So just admit And whatever's it. coming out now is just a defense of that. It is. And a deflection. Yes. Um, the other reason I don't like the whole, uh, can you forgive me thing is because with apologies, you have two options, believe them or don't believe them. Yep. And with the whole, can you ever forgive me thing? It, the weird power dynamic I was talking about almost allows you to continue to decide the validity of that apology mm-hmm. forever. Yeah. And it's almost like, I'll believe it. For so long, and then I revoke my belief in it. And and I don't mean that, like, I revoke my belief because I see you not changing your behavior. It's almost like um, I only believe you're capable of following through on this apology to an extent, but I know who you are as a person, and so yeah. I don't believe it. Yeah. And, and that again, makes with, me feel yucky. Yeah. And with things like that, I... Because how's anyone ever supposed to change? Or how are you ever supposed to move on if you constantly keep someone who is actively trying to be better mm-hmm. if you don't change your view of them? Yeah. Now whose fault is that? Yeah. And like I've said a million times, words without action is just manipulation. Right. Which I think is there's way too much of, especially when it comes to apologies. So things like that I don't like because if there's not acknowledgement... Or action behind your apology, all it is to me is words. Right. And I don't care. Right. I don't care how sorry you feel if you're not do actively doing something to change that. Right. Then it means nothing. Then it's just words. And right. words don't mean shit to me. Yeah. And that's whenever I told Shane that and he said he wasn't surprised. Um, at the beginning of our relationship, I, I said all the time, like, literally all I need from you is to follow through. Yeah. Follow through on what you say <laughs> yes. you're going to do. And that applies to apologies as well. Yeah. If you say you're sorry, I choose to believe you. Yeah. I don't have space in my mind or my body to keep shit in a filing cabinet to pull out on you forever. Yes. So I need you to be true about your apology yeah. <laughs> and about your intent behind it and your intent to change 
because I don't want to keep doing this as a cycle. Right. And that I I'm not shocked that that was my <laughs> right my um and I like apology that, language that that's mine. I think it's funny we've talked about this numerous times, but the normally Corey is not the person that I would have ever gone for before. He's I don't he's not boring. I don't want to say that, <laughs> but he's almost like safe? safe. He's very safe. And um what you see is what you get with him. Yeah. Like very much so. And his words are followed by actions almost bluntly <laughs> sometimes, which again, I love. Yeah. Like my sister the other day was like, wow, Corey is like so blunt sometimes. <laughs> and I'm like, but I need that yeah. because I need someone to be straight up with me. I know what Corey says is real. Yeah. And con- like, but then again, if there's something that, I mean, he'll freaking tell me, but if he knows he's in the wrong, he'll say it. He right. doesn't try to like, well, no, blah, 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 blah. But if he thinks he's right, oh my God, <laughs> he'll really just like, go. but you know, that's, I think that's how good conversations start. Cause I can always tell where he's coming from. Yeah. There's never like a, is this what you really mean? Like, I know what he means with yeah. everything he says. Yeah. Too much so sometimes. <laughs> um, The other one, the other apology that we know of, yeah. and I don't know if there's more. I wanted to go because there are certain ones that you can tell all are kind of the same. I yes. wanted to just click them and see what they were. So maybe yes. I'll do that later tonight. The test itself is so freaking long. It is. It's so long. And it doesn't give you like an example of when it's going to be done. Yeah. So I was just like, is this never ending? This is eternity. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other one that we know of is expressing regret. Oh. And this is, oh, did I not tell you? What? No, you didn't tell oh, me okay. this one. So the other one is expressing regret. Expressing regret is the apology language that zeroes in on emotional hurt. It's an admission of guilt. Do you think guilt. that's like the one that we don't like? Mm, I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. But maybe? I don't know. No, I don't because of the next line. Okay. Okay. So it says... It's an admission of guilt and shame for causing pain to another person. Mm-hmm. For those who listen for expressing regret apologies, a simple I'm sorry is all they look for. There's no need for explanation or payback provided the apology has truly come from the heart. Oh, okay. Expressing regret is a powerful apology language because it gets right to the point. It doesn't make excuses or attempt to deflect blame. Above all, expressing regret takes ownership of the wrong. For that reason, expressing regret is understood as a sincere commitment to repair and rebuild the relationship. Hmm. The expressing regret apology language speaks most clearly when the person offering the apology reflects sincerity, not only verbally, but also through body language. Oh. Unflinching eye contact and a gentle but firm touch are two ways that body language can underscore sincerity. 100% don't touch me if you're apologizing. What's so funny? <laughs> or look me in the eye Is for that long. Sam sent this to me. And I know she also doesn't like to be yep. touched at all. <laughs> and so I was like, uh, I totally see that as your apology language, except I feel like you don't want people to touch you. And she's like, yeah, definitely don't touch me. Um, eye contact would just be fine. Yeah. And so I sent her a gif of uh, the rock just like staring at another wrestler <laughs> with the most intense eye contact ever. Yeah. See, I'm even weird with eye contact sometimes. Yeah. I'm like too much is like. I yeah, have, I have to look away or look up or something. Yeah. Oh, 
I would no. prefer us to look somewhere else. Yeah. Now I'm going to be thinking about that. I'm like, is it too I much? Know. <laughs> uh, when I talk, I look elsewhere. Me too. But when someone else is talking, I will look towards them. And yeah. if they don't look at me the entire time, I'm like, that's fine. Yeah. That's totally fine. I that's feel right. like we are both overthinking our <laughs> eye contact right we now. We really are. <laughs> um, the last one we took, the last quiz we took was about anger. Which, again, didn't tell us any languages. It was just kind of like, how do you deal with your anger? Yeah, which, see, I didn't know that that's what it was. And so Sierra had texted me her result and was like, oh, it's not a language. It just tells you how you deal with anger. And so I was like, well, crap. Now I'm going to take the quiz. And try to get 100%. Yeah, and try to get the the most successful anger control. And you did. And I did. <laughs> but I really felt like... You answered honestly? Yes. Yeah. I, my result was not that I did it perfectly. Mine says, you are doing well but can't improve. Your results are indicative of someone who likely handles your anger well in many situations, but there are still times when your anger is handling you. I know exactly where this is coming from, too. I am a grudge holder, and it's one of my worst um, attributes. Not only that, but I also bottle my anger. I will, Shane got that result, and so did Sam. Yep. I will repress repre because I don't like confrontation a lot. Yeah. So I will repress it and not in until it blows up, and then and then I yell. But see, I don't repress anything. I will go right yes, to people, and I'm like, do. "This is what's bothering me. I'd like to have a conversation. Let's address it." And most people are like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's what we should. Like, be we're doing ripping that. the band aid. Yeah, talk with me. Yeah, it's good." Um, it says, recognize the areas where you are doing well in handling your anger, but be cautious that your anger is not getting out of hand in other ways. Think about the situations where your anger comes out most often. Is it with loved ones? Is it at work? What happens when you react angrily? Are you a shouter or do you turn your anger inward? I turn mine inward. <laughs> Big time. Um, what right words, to the inside. <laughs> what words do you tend to use? Fuck you's a big one for me. <laughs> <laughs> what feelings tend to come out when you're angry, and how do you f how do those feelings find expression? How do those fucking feelings find expression <laughs> in good ways or bad ways? Because the other one was like, do you think you express your anger like outwardly well? Yeah. And I'm like, no, because <laughs> when I get angry, I yeah. snap. But that's yeah. because I hold it in until I'm at my boiling point. Yeah, I think if I would just be like, hey, I don't like that you just did that. But I'm afraid that it's going to cause a fight. Again, this is a PTSD thing because yeah. I'm afraid it's going to cause a fight that is bigger. This is not with relationships. This is with anybody. Yeah. I feel like it's going to cause a fight that is bigger than it needs to be. Yeah. Because people don't understand where I'm coming from, which right. is my fault, not theirs, because I have a predisposed notion of how it's going to go before I even try it. But, but you have that because of experience for four years worth of yeah. it going badly when i was like hey maybe you shouldn't text that girl and <laughs> he's and like maybe, what are you fucking serious maybe please don't I maybe don't please don't text her anymore um mine says you know how to handle anger and it says <laughs> boring <laughs> your response uh your responses indicate that you generally generally January. <laughs> January. <laughs> that you generally have a good handle on your anger. Oh. You are likely aware of what makes you angry and tend to be intentional in processing your feelings of anger. Even that sentence sounds like how I speak. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, I think also I don't know where my anger comes from a lot of times. Oh, I'm going to blame that on birth there. control. <laughs> Honestly. I will sit there and um, I, I actually had this situation yesterday. Ollie is hitting now. Oh. And yeah. He doesn't, he 
I'm with my background and behavior analysis, mm-hmm. I try and sit down and think, where is this coming from? Because he doesn't watch things with violence in nope. them. So it's not like he's repeating what he's seeing because he doesn't see people hit. No, never. We don't hit him. Right. So because I think the whole like, I'm going to hit you to teach you not to hit is like. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't work. Surprise. Doesn't, doesn't work. <laughs> also makes zero sense. Yeah. Um, so he he doesn't get hit. He doesn't see people hit other people. Uh, he's not angry no. or crying when, when he, he does hits. it. So I know it's, it's like not playful. Yeah, I know yeah. it's not frustration. So I think my I got to a point where I was trying to figure out, okay, is this like I'm just exploring my body yeah. and like cause and effect, or is it something else? And I think I think he's he does it when he's bored. Yeah. So when he's not getting enough attention or stimulation. Yep. Then he just starts like trying to get attention. Yeah. And that's how he goes about it. So now after realizing that yesterday, after he jumped on my stomach and then hit me twice and I lost it. Yeah. And my version of losing it is putting him on the ground and saying, I don't like when you hit me, I'm going to remove myself right now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which like when I told Shane, I I said, I don't like how I acted back there. (laughs) I let my emotions get the best of me. He's like, you do know that like you didn't really do anything. And I'm like, no, I did. I, that was too much. And he's like, "Mm, okay. (laughs) But (laughs) I sat there and tried to contemplate, okay, where did, those big emotions even though Shane's like that was not big (laughs) like what are you talking about but I was trying to figure out where it came from and everything was swirling in my head all at once and so the whole like processing where shit comes from Mm -hmm. the amount of time I spend processing I don't spend any I'm just like oh I feel things and now I want to (laughs) scream no I will sit there forever and I will try and figure out where that came from and that's smart maybe that's what i need to do to get mine under control there's something called backwards chaining Mm -hmm. where you start at the very end so mine would have been my my giant outburst (laughs) of anger (laughs) of setting him down and walking away yeah and then i moved back okay what made me feel that okay well he hit me okay why did he hit why did th- why did him hitting you make you feel bad? Well, because I'm uncomfortable already. Why mm-hmm. are you uncomfortable? Because I'm pregnant. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I just keep going backwards and backwards until I figure out where the source is. And I told Shane, you know, if I wasn't pregnant, if I wasn't sore, if I wasn't tired, if I wasn't these things, then maybe I would have more patience. But right. I don't have that right now. And so I just need to be more aware. And maybe him not having so much of my attention or me not being able to be as active as I was is, is causing this as well. Right. So now I know how to fix it in the future. And he's like, you just sat there and did all that in your head. Like why, who does that? (laughs) Not me. (laughs) But now we know why I got how to hand, I know how to handle anger. (laughs) Um, but it says you likely don't experience too many difficulties from anger related issues in your personal life or professional life. There's always room for improvement though. Um, I will say some of those questions, had I taken that quiz mm-hmm. at a different stage of my life, mm-hmm. oh, sweet baby Jesus. Yeah. I would not have gotten in the green. Yeah. At all. <laughs> That's how I feel. But I also think uh, another, I get um, the outbursts and things that I get. Yeah. I notice, and we talked about this on the anxiety one, but I notice when I'm having a high anxious 
like highly anxious mm-hmm. day that I have um, outbursts of anger a lot oh, over yeah. small things like like we talked about I'm lashing out because my sweater is too hot literally yeah. things like that I'll get overstimulated and I will lash out not physically but yeah. you know with like get in the car <laughs> you know I, I remember mean? I remember being at Cedar Point and my sisters would do something and I would freak out and I would say you're stressing me out knock it off like I would just freak and they would be like, what are you doing? Calm down. I now know that was my anxiety yes. of being in crowds. Yes. I didn't know that then. Yes. Um, but that all comes with being able to know your triggers yes. and acknowledging like what is creating that secondary emotion. I did that with my mom and my sister. We went, we had a little like road trip yeah. time and <laughs> mom, you're going to listen to this. I'm admitting it right now. I couldn't at the moment, but she was like, Sierra you're getting very grumpy with us. I was snapping. Yeah. And I know now that it's because I had like 10 hours in a car. Cars make me very anxious. I've been in like 10 car accidents. Yeah. Um, never that I was driving. But when I was young, it all happened before the age of like 16. Yeah. I got into a lot of car accidents with people. And they were all traumatic because almost all of them were like enough to where the car couldn't move anymore. You know, they weren't just like fender benders. They yeah. were pretty bad ones. I got into a five car pile up on the highway going to vacation at one point. Right. And so my mom's always like, oh, just take a nap in the car. I'm like, I can't. Because during that time I was sleeping when mm-hmm. we hit the car. And um, I was woken up because our cooler dumped all over me. It <laughs> flew forward and then dumped ice water onto me. And so the sound of the wreck plus the ice water is how I was woken up. It was really great. Yeah. Anyways, so because... And you said you didn't have any travel stories. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we'll tell that one when we do travel stories. Okay. I'll fully go into that story. But because of those things and all those whatever, plus I just don't like being on the highway anyways. It just stresses me out. So even though I wasn't driving, I was having like secondhand anxiety because I felt out of control mm-hmm. in that moment. And... I was really taking that out on the people who were with me because it wasn't their fault, but they were there. If it wouldn't have been them, it would have been me just being like, fuck this. Yeah. Just out, outbursting. Yeah. So if I get on anxiety medicine, because um, (laughs) I know people recently who have, I won't out them, but two people who have had some anger issues in the past have gotten on like antidepressants and anxiety medicine and wow big difference big difference wow so maybe that's what i need i don't know (laughs) (laughs) maybe but also i'm gonna try what you what you said too about the just trying to sit with yourself the chain yeah i'm gonna really try to boil down where it all i'm feeling my emotions yeah you did that the one time when we were trying to take a picture, you removed yourself and you're like, I'm not mad at you right now. Oh, <laughs> to me yeah. and Shane. Mostly Shane. Yeah. <laughs> but you're like, I'm not mad at you right now, but my anxiety is really high and I have to go sit in this room. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, it was, was this the best way that you could have handled it. But I know you were like, I'm so- you were like, I'm sorry, I blew up back there. And I was like, you totally didn't. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that is blowing I know. up. <laughs> and what's funny is when I do try to remove myself from situations <laughs> i i do anything and everything i can to get my tone to a point of not sounding aggressive no you weren't but, but it was <laughs> it still comes out like through gritted teeth yeah. and so it just sounds really bizarre that i'm like i'm having a bit of frustration right now i'd like to go into another room i'm not angry at you <laughs> but this is 
You were like, I need you to know I'm not angry at you, but my anxiety is very high right now and I need to remove myself from the situation. And then you just grabbed your laptop and walked away. And I was like, wow, that she handled that really well. And I walked in after you and you're like, sorry about that. I was like, no, that was really good. So how did I'm, you do that? I'm so impressed by that. But it's taken me a long time to be able to do that because um, some of the answers for that anger part uh-huh. that was like, um, my initial reaction is to hurt people. Yeah. That used to be me. Yeah. It used to, and uh, my sister and I were talking about this the other day, how like, it was almost a challenge. Like, yes. who can hurt the other person first? Yep. And, and worse. Yeah. And like, do the most damage. Yeah. Because then you're like, oh, yeah. ouchie. I still do that sometimes. I did that with my sister too, recently. Back when, yeah. like right in the beginning of all the COVID stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think I was texting you or talking to you about it, but I was like, I did then apologize. And I went and I was like, hey, I have anxiety (laughs) right now, like really, really bad. And I'm taking it out on you and I'm sorry, but also you need to understand that (laughs) I'm anxious. And so you need to just back off a little (laughs) Give me a little bit of slack. (laughs) It was a lot. Oh, well. Good times. It was very, I, I don't know if I said this to you. I think I said it to Sam. Yeah, I sent it to Sam. So uh, everything that I, all the quizzes we took, I also told her to take. Yeah. Mostly because I wanted, well, one, she seemed interested in it. And two, I wanted to know if there was a, other apologies and yeah. or apology languages so that we could talk about them. And um, after I took the anger one, I said, I feel very in tune with myself. <laughs> right. I feel like I really know myself more than I did before. I don't. I'm still like, what the hell? <laughs> if anything, I have more questions. I don't. I think, I think your responses are like super healthy. That's true, but if you would have taken that two years oh ago, oh my god, yeah, it would have been yeah. And I'm impressed by how much you know. I am impressed by the whole quality time and not physical touch because I think physical touch for me was so big, but in other ways, yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense, I was trying to. Fill a void. Fill a void with physical touch. And it didn't matter who it was with, which sounds terrible, but I'm being honest here. So that... Honesty hour. (laughs) This is honesty hour, baby. But All the other ones are not. We've lied in every (laughs) single other one. (laughs) Dishonesty hours. (laughs) But yeah, so I was kind of glad when it wasn't physical touch. Because when I think about it, me and Corey are not overly affectionate people. And I used to have to be like, if you're not holding my hand or putting your hand on my knee when we're out in public, do you even love me? Yeah. What are we How's doing? How's anyone here? gonna know? Yeah. And Corey, we've talked about it in that, um, the one we did with the guys, and yeah. he's like, I hate PDA. He really does, mm-hmm. like kissing and stuff like that. So we, in the beginning, we kissed a lot. I remember his brother being like, "You guys kiss too much." <laughs> but yeah, never, I don't never ever making see out. you guys get touchy feely. We don't. But I think that's because we both are like. But I did tell you, it. when you and Corey came to our house in Canton, mm-hmm. I remember it, that was one of the first times I had seen you guys together, yeah. and you left, and I texted you and was like, I have never seen you so 100% normal. Yes. I have never been around you and a guy and felt like was he wasn't there. Like, yeah. Because I know how you are mm-hmm. just normal. Yeah. And then you would bring guys around and it was almost like you were a different version of yourself. And I was like, I don't know what's happening here. (laughs) 
like, was she trying? It was like yeah, was because on a show or something. Well, it was almost like you were dumbing myself down. Yeah, I knew it. I didn't want to say dumbing yourself down, but you were like dulling your light. Yes, you. Yeah, it because they're you're so funny and you're so intelligent and there's like so many like just. You're so witty, mm-hmm. and those things never came out yeah. when you were around these other people until Corey. When yeah. you were with Corey, it was almost like, he, I don't know. You were just yourself, and yeah. you were normal, and you, and he celebrated yeah. your wit and your intelligence and your humor. And I was like, this lo- is freaking dope. The difference, he loves those things about me. The other guys I was with, that was like their thing. A threat. Well, yeah. They So they would be like, you need to not be funny and witty because that's my thing. Yeah. And I'm like, you're not that funny. <laughs> and you're not that witty. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm better than you. <laughs> Awkward. Well, it's funny that you say that because we're just rambling now. No one gives a yeah, shit. Yeah, sorry. But- you can cut this off. Who cares? We're just talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I When Shane and I were broken up and I started dating that other guy mm-hmm. whose family was Catholic. He had a bunch of brothers and sisters. He was going to graduate early with this whatever job, this upstanding job. Um, on paper, I was like, this is the guy. Yep. Where Shane was like, obviously not the guy on paper. Right. This guy makes sense. But he sucked. And yeah. he also he did the same thing where it was like, I'm not supposed to be... You called a- me like kid. He, oh. What did he call me? I mean, obviously, I've been with guys. Milady? Oh. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is I, don't this person? Person? <laughs> I don't know if you've ever met me, but not much of a lady <laughs> <laughs> at all. I can't wait till you tell me who this is because I don't remember that. And that's I don't know if you ever met them. I went on like two dates with him. Um, remember when I was talking about in the last episode going to Toledo? Yeah. Okay, while I was in Toledo, mm-hmm. he went to Kent because he didn't go to Kent. Okay. He was friends with the, we had mutual friends. Okay. He went to Kent, was standing outside of my house screaming for me. Ew. And everyone was like, Jerry's not here. <laughs> She's, She's in Toledo, <laughs> which he knew. And um, he then went to a party mm-hmm. with my friends. Okay. And, you know. Got his DS. What? By someone. (gasps) And they obviously told me, and I was like, hey, man. Hey, I think we should be together. (laughs) Yeah, this isn't going to work for me. (laughs) Because I know I said I wouldn't date a smoker, but I also (laughs) not going to deal with that. (laughs) So I think he can quit cigarettes. You probably shouldn't have got your DS. (laughs) Yeah. Wow, I did not know any of that. I can't wait to talk about this further. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like I really wasn't his lady, so <laughs> wow, who's a lady now? <laughs> not <Yeah. laughs> not her. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, okay. okay. Well if you guys are interested, go find out your love languages. Yeah, please, and let us know. Yeah, what were you surprised by them? Did you know that you had an apology language? Uh, you know. If you don't care, whatever. Super hurtful. All I'll right. See you next week. <laughs> We're out. Goodbye.
Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Why are smart businesses graduating to NetSuite by Oracle? Because NetSuite eliminates the expense of multiple business systems by consolidating your operations together into one. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. NetSuite reduces IT costs because it lives in the cloud with no hardware required, so you can access it from anywhere. You cut the cost and headaches of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. Bringing all your major business processes into one platform improves efficiency, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math. You'll see how you'll profit with NetSuite, too. And now, by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Just go to netsuite.com slash podcast25 for more information. That's netsuite.com slash podcast25.